you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. And I get told all the time that I've got a punchable face or that uh, people think I'm an asshole. Um, I've been told that probably 50 times. People, when they first see me, think I'm think I'm an asshole. Mike. I would have preferred a feature story on the first responders who are suffering from a myriad of cancers at the towers and what we're going to do about it. I could have gone for a where are they now segment about families and survivors. It also wouldn't be too bad to do a real fucking, hey, Yoshi, shut the fuck up! And Scott. I guess I was like sort of, I, I loved Bart Simpson in, in, in a like sapiosexual way. I kind of liked uh, Lisa by extension, you know. She played the saxophone. She was intelligent. That was kind of hot, you know. All righty, welcome in. It is a safe talk show. It's me and your friend Luke. We're back for more. Sorry about last week. Uh, Luke went on a North Carolina adventure. I hope you had a great time, by the way. I did. I did. Yeah, thank you for asking. Yeah. Any highlights? Not really. I mean, we we drove down and drove back. Four-day trip, so two days of that was basically driving. Oh, no. Um, no, it was fun, did We though. just talked I mean, about the- this a little while ago, didn't we, when I did that? Oh yeah, we did. I mean, but you're a road warrior. Like you've got you've got what it takes. Yes, uh, yes, I, yes, yes, yes. I guess so. I, on the other hand, feel like a, you know, halfway through that trip, I'm like, do I have sciatica? What the fuck's going on? And hip, hips were hurting. Fucking everything was just like aching. Wow. Well, that's we made it. Uh, we made it. The two days we were there was fucking great, though. It was a lot of fun. Went to a wedding. It was a brunch wedding, which is interesting. Never been Ooh. to one of those. A brunch wedding, we did, huh? Yeah, did like an omelet bar and, and shit. It was, uh, you know, met up at like 1030 to, for the ceremony. Really? Yeah, it was wow. kind of great. It was all over at like two o'clock and then we went off and did our own thing. Well, hey, great. That sounds like fun. Wow. I'm dude. all for it. And we were near Asheville. We weren't in Asheville technically, but oh. got to see Asheville. That was really cool. I, I mean, I've been there once before, I think, with you, but that was... Uh, Asheville? Yeah. No, yeah, I've never I think been so. to Asheville. I've never oh, been you to Asheville. No. Maybe it's just I've heard stories from uh, Guile so many times. You probably heard stories from a lot of people. I feel like I've been there. It's pretty, it's <laughs> pretty like trendy. There, I, it's a trendy place. Not. you probably heard it's a lot of stories. Insanely trendy. Holy cow. It is the Ferndale of North Carolina. I mean, it is like rainbow flag. Like you're going through Trump country and then it's like rainbow flags and fucking uh, sleeve tattoos and all that. It's crazy. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, I'd love to yeah. go and check it out. A lot of it's badass, yeah, man. It's a, food, it's a cool, blah, blah, cool blah, town. You know, all the other sucks. reasons. Yeah, all the I, I got it. By the way, speaking of parking, I got a parking ticket today live ah. in downtown Detroit. Forty five dollars is the Jeez. minimum starting point for their parking tickets. Holy shit. Wow, Starts dude. Cold. In a place like Detroit, that's like nothing but parking spots. <laughs> I, know, you know, I, I mean, I've Detroit been... <laughs> is just a giant fucking parking lot with like five buildings that don't have anyone working in them right now. I know. I don't even understand. I really took the risk like, okay, it's cold out. Nobody wants to be outside. These, nobody's even paying attention to these people are doing their job anyways. So I'm sure I'm not going to get a parking ticket. But lo and behold, right there on, uh, I was right around the corner from the Coleman A. Young Municipal Center because yep. I yep. went in there. By the I've way, I've gotten a ticket right over there too. I went in there today. I had a that's a series of unfortunate oh events. What happened? Okay. So I stayed at a hotel the other night. I've actually been spending a lot more time in Detroit because I work there part of the week. Over will this, uh, right will by, this factor uh, into the worst hotel stories that we had last week or two no, weeks ago? Well, yeah, I guess it will. It will <laughs> because so I stayed at a hotel and I left. My birth certificate, the original copy that my mother, my original birth certificate, I needed to borrow because me and Leanne needed to show two pieces of ID if we're going to get our, uh, our like wedding thing done in terms of like a, a minimal procedural wedding just to get our immigration process started in Canada. So I, I remember I took the certificate out of the glove box when I parked that night because like, oh, what if it gets stolen? And it's just a stupid thought. And then... I ended up leaving it in the hotel room when I checked out the next day, oh and I didn't realize it till 11.30 p.m. last night, and it just popped in my head while I was sitting on the bed talking to Leanne. I was like, oh, fuck! 
Oh God! Birth certificate. Oh shit! And I, I freaked out. And <laughs> oh God! It turns out uh, they probably threw it away. And no. Well, I mean, it was a piece of paper in a book in like a shelf above a mini fridge. It was closed. It was folded. So it wasn't in an envelope. It was just a piece of paper. So if they saw a piece of paper, like, well, I mean, this looks like nothing. So that's putting it mildly. They threw it away. The official Michigan birth certificate is laminated. I mean, they're all laminated. Uh, they have a stamp. That, they're not laminated. They have a well, stamp. It has a raised. It has a raised stamp. It has a raised stamp. Oh, that's it. But that yeah. was the original, not not a copy, because they they put it the was. embossed. I think they put the embossed stamp on a copy too. Well, they. Oh uh, my god, that's a nightmare. Yeah. Well, it's not the end of the world. I can get another one. It's just going to cost me money, and now it's a delay. And yeah, it's one of the worst. I, I don't know. It's possible that someone's like, it's a piece of paper. Who cares? They threw it away. They may or, have opened it, and or maybe they're like, this is or possible. Going to be there's going to be some sweet little Guatemalan woman claiming to be yeah, Mike who, Govier trying to cross the uh, cross the border. <laughs> no, but I think it was a reasonable <laughs> consideration that someone did open it. Maybe they don't. Maybe they didn't read English. It is possible, right? I mean, I'm not saying or, that's all. Well, they, they wouldn't keepers. have a, they wouldn't have the same type of birth certificate. Maybe they've never seen one from here because it exactly. Well, I'm who just knows? assuming. Oh my God, this is so racist. I'm just assuming that this path. This no, path I mean, is who like knows? Latin America, but like, who the fuck knows? Like, I have no idea. They literally is it really that crazy to think like. that that somebody or they might not realize it's that important. It's left behind. Yeah, so. it could be a it could be a housekeeper from Hungary who just moved here who doesn't speak English. All I'm telling you is. It could be someone who doesn't read English or someone just threw a piece of paper away and didn't give a fuck. I left the room really clean, so it was pretty, pretty minimal in terms of cleanup. I really don't like to leave a mess. I don't use the I shower. Do I didn't use a towel, so I didn't leave any of that shit around. <laughs> you're so committed. You're so committed to leaving the room clean. You don't shower. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I don't shower anyways. I really, I don't. I think I shower don't twice shower, a week. Don't use the toilet. Uh, yeah. I just yeah, I'm in and out. doesn't matter how long I'm yeah, it's gross. It's all gross. Like but gross. Uh, yeah. yeah, so that was a bummer. So that's why I popped over to the Coleman A. Young building today because I wanted to talk to someone in person about the situation. Like, hey, I, I lost. Yeah, because it's <laughs> first off. These, I'm sorry. These uh, these city civil servants. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're awful. a real mixed bag, man. It's a 50-50 shot. You're going to get oh, it's someone awful. that gives you the that place there. is huge. The place is overwhelmingly oh, yeah. huge. First off, that's this building's cool. massive. You know, it's. Detroit, Wayne County. It's a big area. There's a lot of people, so it should be large, but I just felt really uncomfortable because of the moment I walked in, I know how corrupt this place is. I know how corrupt Mayor Duggan is. I know how corrupt all these motherfuckers are, and it just put me on edge just to be in there. I, my anxiety levels actually just like went up going inside of there. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm on their turf man. now. They've got all, they're holding all the cards, man. What am I going to do here? Oh, they've got all the, they've got all the historical records of all of your rants too. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I will fuck you like a pig. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody came up to me and said that. I'd be like, okay, I believe you all leave. But, uh, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) Bye-bye. Have have a good day. It wasn't that bad. I I went in there. I I did get some answers from some sheriffs, oddly enough. So thank, I want to thank those three sheriffs for being jovial and reasonable and giving me answers. And I got to go back to the website and start over in terms of the marriage license. So that sucked. Oh and then the last thing I wanted to say is when I got out of there, I made a couple of videos for my Twitter or whatever, because I was like, oh, I'm in downtown Detroit. I'm not doing enough videos when I'm down here. So I made a video. I was talking about how beautiful the architecture was, but how corrupt the city was and how corrupt Mayor Duggan was in particular. And somebody on Twitter uh, hit me up and they said this. They said, uh, sometimes I can't figure out what you're really about, MJ. And I was like, well, I mean, it was pretty direct in the video. Uh, so if you have any questions, you can ask me and I will tell you. But I guess, uh, I mean, on my Twitter, I do a lot of baseball talk and like other sports talk twos, but I mix in whatever's on my mind. I don't hold anything back. So I don't, this person's also, by the way, I know this person is a local Detroiter or at least Michigander. I don't know if, uh, they're is in Matt Detroit Lewis? or not? Who? Is it Matt Lewis? <laughs> no, it's not Matt. It's not our old friend, Matt. Miss you, Matt. Hope you're doing well. I don't know if you ever listen to the show anymore, Matt. But if you're listening right now, I'd like to say hello to you. And getting excited oh, for yeah. that Michigan-Ohio State game, Matt. It's coming up soon. It's going to be a big yeah. one. Uh, but, yeah, so he's like, I, I guess he didn't get the gist or maybe he felt like, oh, he responded after that. He said, well, sort of my point here. But while on a nice stroll in beautiful downtown Detroit, this is what comes to mind, Govier? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fucking A, it does. I mean, 
I'm aware of the hell. Like just a blank. You're just supposed to be like uh, you're supposed to blank your mind and just wander around and just to, <laughs> just love love your little stroll. I, I I can't. I can never do that. I can't quiet things down. My fucking head well, constantly is is like intergalactic. Yeah, I'm I'm aware of all the bullshit. Costanza. I mean, it's been ingrained in my head like a Costanza. Costanza. For sure. Yeah, I got so. Yeah, I was like How could I be yeah. avoiding? How could I not be aware of it? I mean, Michigan and Detroit, Southeast Michigan is a corrupt place from the early days of, I don't know, L Brooks Patterson or any county executive like uh what was it, fucking Robert Fracano, I think he was a sheriff and then he became a Wayne County executive. All these people. Anybody who's got a name on a building, call me Kilpatrick is the obvious one that a lot of people point to when they think of corrupt Detroit politics. But the current he's, mayor... He's the is, king. He's the real king. He, I mean, to me, he's not. To me, Duggan is the real king. It's, Kwame was just... Ex, he was exposed. Somehow, Duggan has been... Mike Duggan is the current mayor of Detroit, for those that don't know. He has been... It's not a hot take at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, okay, you got me. You got me on that one. Because he's just been able. He is so ingrained in the system as a machine right. politician that all he is insulated from any. To, I mean, a great example. If you want to have an idea of how powerful he is and what he can do to people, I heard this a couple weeks ago on Charlie the Duff's No Bullshit News Hour. He had on this dude. That, I mean, you remember this story probably, Luke? The guy who followed him hired a private investigator to follow oh, yeah. Duggan around when he got busted doing that booty dude, call do they used to drive that uh tr- that van around detroit yes. with like the big like whatever that <laughs> like yeah it can was like a that was can you explain what that looked like did he I have like, a megaphone it. on it it was like a it looked like an ice cream truck basically and it had a bunch <laughs> of fucking like advertisements for putting like putting the mayor in jail and it was yes. like it this huge litany of crimes and all this guy, but this guy was like out of his, out of his gourd. He went for it. He, he, he was the guy oh, yeah. who hired the private investigator. Then he hired those, that truck to go around. And basically it was like, Mike Duggan, we know it's, it was basically like, but we know what's going on. We know the truth. Duggan, yeah. you were he, he, he would drive through Detroit and he would be yelling that out of the megaphone. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking funny. Guy. Can you what's imagine just sitting name? up there like, Enjoy trying to enjoy your nice stroll through Detroit and that thing goes by. See, how can you not think about shit? Yeah, exactly. See, that's gonna, what I'm saying. It's going to make you think about it one way or the other. God, I want, I got to get this guy's name because I want to get the story right. He, I hope they it's mentioned like a, oh, Robert Carmack. Telling. Thank you. Robert Carmack, Carmack yeah. is this guy's name. He actually has cancer right now. But uh, if you, the reason Robert Carmack is a great example of how powerful Duggan is, is because he, he hired that PI that followed Duggan around on the booty call and eventually Duggan got divorced. But then so he could insulate himself, he married the booty call so she couldn't testify against him later, which is basically right. basically uh, common knowledge. Privilege. Yeah, basically common knowledge now. Privilege, and then, yeah, privileged information or something, yeah. But the real kicker on this, and again, you can go check out this episode. It was, it was a couple weeks ago on No Bullshit News Hour. I can't remember which one it was, but Carmack was on the show and... He tried to buy a piece of property in Detroit a couple years ago from the city, and they ended up charging him with like a crime for some type of fraud or a felony fraud. And this was really all just done because they had the power, because Duggan has the prosecutor in his pocket and everybody else. They're all connected because they all do this grifting and patronage to each other. So they're all connected. There's nobody in a position of power in the state of Michigan in Southeast Michigan for the most part right now who isn't purposely placed there because of some exchange that was given monetarily or for power gain later. So that's this guy was charged and he had a fucking tether put on him for two years. This case went on for two years. He had an ankle tether up for alcohol and a GPS mainly. So they could always know where this fucker was. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying here? So they can, Oh, we have display of authority. Uh, yeah. And this, this, this motherfucker across the uh, wrong, wrong little man. Exactly. Exactly. And Robert wow. Carmack is already a, he was a pretty wealthy guy. So he had, he, he had the means, and he still got fucked. It took two years before a judge, apparently some former priest, who was at, he's actually like a pious, reasonable judge who isn't somehow is not connected to, to this machine in Detroit, actually said, this is ridiculous. Let's throw all this out and take these tethers off immediately. They did it right there in the courtroom that day. But that was two years 
Two years, that guy had to fight and spend money on lawyers. And this is the point. If you are a peon like me or you, Luke, what if we had like a a real legitimate case where we wanted to challenge the city of Detroit because we had a legitimate case, but we couldn't fight this machine because we wouldn't have the monetary means to do so, even if we had a think, really good case of, of no, some kind. Peon says it all. Somebody, they would just pee on us. I, that would be it. That would, yeah, that would they be, would crush us. I don't think they would care. I, it, it would be, we'd be nothing. We wouldn't, wouldn't matter. All they'd have to do is like fuck up my credit a little bit. And then everything that I got going on and like, <laughs> yes, salt, like goes to a screeching halt. They, <laughs> Not a question like, enough. Pal. All they'd have to do is open up <laughs> one credit card. Game. Somebody wins, somebody loses. Yep. He's no, right. one credit card in my name and not pay it. And then I would be fucked forever. Uh, exactly. Well, they, they would shove about- it down your throat, dude. They would, they could throw a charge on you that was totally bogus. And then it would take a year or so to fight it. And you wouldn't have the money to fight it too. And you would be helpless. Have you been, have you followed uh, Stephen Donziger's case? No, I don't know that. Donziger. Okay. So he was a, he was a lawyer that was hired. I forget who hired him, but he was, um, he was basically hired by the this village in Ecuador because ExxonMobil was dumping like millions and ton, millions of tons of like waste into their rivers and poisoning their water and mm. uh and it was so he he actually won a historic victory and this I forget how many years ago this happened but he won a historic victory against ExxonMobil for uh polluting this this entire village and other villages like connected to it and shocking yeah, shocking. Yeah, but here's here's the system that you're talking about, the system of patronage because it's not like the government came after him. What uh but what did happen is ExxonMobil uh countersued. Okay, so he he won a case fair and square. Like again, historic never happens. Uh, he got a, got countersued and then uh through this system of patronage there were uh there were judges that were like installed in courts and judges that were like connected to ExxonMobil somehow or so-and-so married to so-and-so who was a, an attorney for the firm that, you know, was the, the kind of in-house firm that was on retainer for ExxonMobil. And they fucking won against him and put him on house arrest for over two fucking years. He wore a tether and couldn't leave his house for two fucking years. And it's like, it's such a fucking scandal. He was basically imprisoned by a corporation mm, so it, wow. yeah his last name is, is donzinger d-o-n-z-i-n-g-e-r and he just he just recently got uh like freed from house arrest but i think his legal trouble i don't know if he's completely like free and clear but that's a crazy fucking case he's mm. he's been a guest on tons of podcasts and whatnot but you know, it's funny, though. It's, okay, that's a great story, and I'm glad to hear that. And I will check that out later. And I don't know if anybody else listening will. You better. You should. But a lot of people are just like, whatever, motherfucker. Anyways. Yep. They'll, or they'll just, like, turn that off. If they, if we were, uh, go take yourselves back to 1997, if you will. And <laughs> imagine we're a radio show. Imagine this is a time in your life where you actually did, you know, scroll through. You hit the seek button, and... You hate, by the way, did you used to hit seek or scan? Because I hated scan. I was a seek guy because scan would take too long. I want to, I hear it right away. I want to seek next, 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 next. No scan for me. You should have just said next. I hated the fact that it was called seek, but I was a seek guy, never a scan guy. <laughs> you're a scan guy when you're in, uh, when you're driving through fucking Kansas or something. You're like, ah, oh, okay, which preacher oh, do I want to listen to? That's so funny you say that because I literally did that in Arizona a couple weeks ago. I had a rental car. And it was such a piece of shit rental car. It was so old. That <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not even use... a CD, not even a CD player. Like you couldn't even stop at like a Best Buy and grab a couple of discs. No, I needed an aux cord to use the aux. I'm like, I don't have an aux cord. I don't have a dongle. I got an iPhone now. It's, we, there's no cords oh, anymore. Yeah. Everything's Bluetooth. So I had to oh. listen to the fucking radio. And I actually use scan because... My phone, it also died, oddly enough, in the moment so because there wasn't no. a fucking charger either. There wasn't like a plug-in for me to charge my phone in the car, so it died. Oh, man. So it was truly... Sounds like really bad planning on your part. <laughs> it was. It was, it was not... We're going to get all in your face and point out your it phone. It was a huge mistake on my my end. I made a big Here's error. A, so. You got to get one of these. You got to get one of these uh, portable chargers. Just keep it with you. 
I know I do. I really, really do. I noticed that, that, that one has I'm, like that one literally will charge something for like eight fucking hours. It's crazy. I was at the Falls All Star Arizona Fall League All Star game on Sunday. That last Sunday I was there. Yeah, the week before last. That's awesome. And Paul Spore had one. He was sitting next to me. And I was like, "Oh, dude, can I borrow some juice?" So I was glad he yeah. had one. I'm like, I need, need to have juice. one. Why am I? Yeah, need, I need juice for this, and I need to have one of those. Those are really essential. So everybody should have their own little charger so you can juice yourself up, especially when you're on the go and you can't change out your battery. I know in iPhones, you can't access the battery. So I believe in Androids, though, you can open the back because my friend Jamie used to carry Most multiple battery packs bad. that he would slide right into his Android. Not anymore. Uh, oh, but there, I think I think there's one. I think uh, it's a Samsung or something. I think there's like one model that still does it or maybe a couple. Genius, but, genius, okay. genius. It is been greatly diminished over the last five years but anyways i did use scan in arizona because i didn't know i couldn't look <laughs> up i was truly yeah, out of the loop i had no phone i couldn't call anybody i couldn't text anybody i couldn't email anybody i was just there have you ever, all been, by dumb myself. To, have you ever been dumb enough to seek one at a time the entire fucking like uh all of the stations on the radio i've done that fucking stupid. yeah lock that in that is stupid uh it's been a long so, time since i've had to use the radio been a long time so oh, here, look, hold on, i got a, i got a real quick hypothetical for you or not a hypothetical just a this is a odd odd question i was walking around today trying to enjoy my uh peaceful peaceful little uh joyful walk just like you were in detroit uh when i was i was just hit with this i was looking at all these houses they have like chimneys and i started thinking about santa and <laughs> how santa goes down the chimney and, <laughs> and immediately i was like oh, i guess he doesn't really uh Give gifts to the homeless, does he? Ah! See now, I see how you let that motherfucker infiltrate. <laughs> He's not funny. not one not a big not a big fan of the homeless kids. Just kids that have no. chimneys. No, uh, I've never big, seen a story where Santa like, gave sorry, uh, no chimney, uh, well, no presents. Uh, I will say this. I will say this. There was a movie in 1986 called Santa Claus the Movie, and one of the key kids, the characters in that movie, is basically homeless. And Santa is very nice to him and lets him even drive the sleigh. So there is an example, I'm just saying, <laughs> in American cinema, where a homeless yeah. child was given the reins to Santa's sleigh. And, uh, you have and, to, yet that home, and that homeless kid did the bidding of a, of a greedy capitalist that has a bunch of <laughs> child elves working for him to make toys year-round for a bunch of fucking undeserving little pieces of shit. Locked that in, yeah, absolutely. By the way, that movie has John Lithgow and Dudley Moore in it. It's a bizarre movie in today's yes. world. I was trying to remember, yeah, Dudley Moore. Yeah, he's like the he's the elf who gets fired by Santa, who yes. helps, and he he's so innocent and confused because he's a good little elf, but he helps John Lithgow, the evil doer who runs the corporation. He's the '80s corporate hotshot, right? And uh, Dudley yes. helps him, and then realizes the error of his ways. And then Thanks. Santa forgives him because Santa, apparently in that movie, I mean, Santa's a forgiving fella. Well, see, that's cares, interesting so. that they separated Santa out from the uh, evil, like, uh, corporate figurehead because they, they probably were like, oh, shit, it can't be Santa, even though it's Santa's fucking, like, Santa's <laughs> workshop. God damn it. Yeah, you're right about that. That's true. Uh, Jesus so, Christ. Mother, Mother Teresa's sweat house. Mother Teresa's sweat house. I like that. Yeah, Mother Teresa. Not the woman that maybe you... Well, she's also... Yeah, she, she was she horrible. Oh, she's, she's horrible. She's horrible. She got this really, really, really... We know the truth of Mother Teresa today, but back in the uh, our early days as children, when we were growing up, we heard nothing but, you know, she was a saint, and everybody who aspired to be saintly wanted to be a mother... What are you, Mother Teresa? You know, people said that all the time. But we know the truth now. Just like everything. I don't think she was martyred, though. Was she? Was she fucking murdered? Oh, uh, no. She, she died. Was she murdered? She was old. Yeah, she just she died. Old. She ain't no saint. You ain't no saint. Oh, wow. Okay, well. well technically uh, speaking, not a saint. Sorry. Fuck you, Joe. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Do you know how many people, you know how fucking annoying that is when people say spoiler alert and it's not a spoiler alert? Spoiler yeah, alert. I can she see. wasn't a saint. That's I can not see that a thing. being annoying. I can see that yeah, being so. annoying. I understand. That's All pretty right. mild. Eh? Uh, but so we didn't do a show the day after the general election or the midterm election because I know, I know. I felt bad about that. You know, it seemed like this is the type of show that should be on the day after, at the very it's least. Probably, probably, I was just, I was my, I don't know, man. I was, I'd say I was ranting and raving, but I wasn't really ranting and raving. I just, I had this, this like, I don't know. Uh, corkscrew style roller coaster of thoughts that just never ended you know <laughs> everyone's like yeah it's pretty cool you know like uh, 
we got a real historic win for the Democrats. And I'm like, why the fuck do you think that's a good thing? I don't. I mean, I'm glad the Republicans uh, got their asses handed to them a little bit. I think it is hilarious that they went so fucking far and they thought that was the winning strategy. Like, dude, the ads here were out of fucking control. There's going to be my favorite one. I, I, I don't even remember what campaign it came from. My favorite one was if Gretchen Whitmer is governor, there's going to be a trans teacher in every classroom. <laughs> <laughs> I just I was like, I don't understand. Like, who does that even appeal to the people they think it appeals to? I, I don't. I, I, I'm I mean, as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. People were pissed. There's some real morons in this country, but I, I don't think anyone's that moronic. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, they're not. But they are because they just see if some people, television speaks to them as legitimate theater, like legitimate source of information. So if it's wow. on TV, there's no yeah, way the powers would be. There's no way that the powers that be would let that happen if it wasn't at least legit. Man. And I think that's becoming less and less of a popular thought or premise for people now as we move in yeah. further into this century it's becoming less and less people are i mean people are aware politicians are scumbags and they're only there for themselves and i think it's becoming much 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 more common and we're all in the middle we're not on these polls we're not on we're not in the polls like we're not i mean not the election polls i mean like north and south we're not on these separate polls where a lot of us <laughs> yeah. are really just kind of stuck in between like what is all this bullshit that's being thrown at us but I know there are people who live on both sides. They do, but I think they're minorities, and I'm, they're a minority. They are. <laughs> I did. I <laughs> and not like the not the minority groups. Like no, they're the minority of yeah. people overall. Yeah. Is what I mean. So, it's a minority. Yeah. Yeah. The it, boy, it is. I ain't got time to be distracted by your worthless chimes. Gone. Well, I had some kind of like point there as well that I I can't can't remember at the moment but man it's okay yeah uh, what, a wild, what a wild bout of uh midterm elections uh and you know not exciting in the least i'm not uh, <laughs> I, point being is like okay there were some there were some like races that mattered you know in pennsylvania and whatnot there they were out there but i just think these people man these uh these real like uh, Trump, uh, Trump types that are all lubed up and like they're all about being like powerful men, and yet they just they just want to they just want to kneel down for this guy. It's just wow, insane, dude. And now oh. they get their chance because he's back. He's uh, yeah. fucking back. <laughs> and reason will prevail. Reason oh, will prevail. Here comes, here comes old Trumpy. Yep. Yeah, uh, I heard he was God pretty pretty chill though. It wasn't the Trump we've come to know. He was a little no. He's running, dude. Can't keep that shit up. Like China, how did how can you keep up that that fervor, man? He just he had everybody ripped up. Yeah, he's gonna have to get on. He's gonna have to get on something more serious than that. It's amazing. It's triple exploded. I mean, he's old and he eats like shit, but he just pounds Adderall and he's fine. So it's amazing. I built a net worth of more than $10 billion. I have a great, great company. I employ thousands of people. He's the man. You know, to what you were saying about people slowly starting to come around, I guess, over the over the years and understand that, you know, what they see on TV or what they're reading on fucking social media is not act is not true or is not not news or newsworthy i I hate to point out the fucking elephant in the room but yeah a lot of a lot of old folks didn't make it through the pandemic uh that is a shrinking demographic at this point and it kind of accelerated for a couple of years Um, wow dude that's interesting yeah i I hadn't considered that notion yeah. So, I mean, it's just a straight numbers game at that point. You know, there's so many young people turned out. Right. But it really wasn't more than the normal. But there were other people that did not show up. And those are the people that can't vote anymore. I it didn't will make- be the greatest jobs president that God ever created. It's just a fact of it's a fact of all this. And they're appealing to just a a crazier and crazier demographic. I mean, honestly, some of those ads were shocking even compared to the ones we saw in like 2016 and uh, 2020. They were shocking. Oh my God. Why don't you get a job? 
you're so hungry, why didn't you get a job? Yeah, come on. Look, I, I just popped into my <laughs> head while you were talking, and we didn't do the show last week, but I do remember this because when I was in Arizona, I was going to fly home. I flew back on Frontier, by the way, which totally sucks. I'll never fly Frontier ever again. They, don't, they can't give you one fucking outlet. One. Just one. In your seat. Unbelievable. It's just insane to me. I so I'll never, ever fly in Frontier again. Just for that reason alone, because I need my outlet to play my games and be distracted. I don't want to be there with my thoughts by myself up 35,000 feet for four hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's terrible. It's That's awful. Misery. That's but, misery. That's like being up in the middle of the night staring at the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm jammed in there already. It's hell. But I did. So I was like, all right, I do have my headphones. My phone still works. So I listened to some shows. And one of them, I don't listen to Joe Rogan much at all anymore. But I just happened to throw on his show. Every time. And our old pal, our old friend, Dr. Phil, was on. Oh, my God. And, hold, hold on one second. Boy, I got to tell you. It was exciting. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Luke's taking off his shirt here. He's, he's hot. He's getting sweaty. He heard Dr. Phil. He's got to take his shirt off. He's like, okay, I got to get focused. Well, that sweatshirt That sweatshirt looks cozy, but that thing is like, it's like wearing, it's like wearing a fucking. It's too hot. Like, I could see how thick it was. Wearing an it keeps, keeps the heat in. I don't want that. So Dr. Phil was talking to Joe. This is a couple of weeks ago again. So this is a recent episode if you want to check it out. I did see that, and I thought about watching it and decided not to so i'm glad you, you're bringing this up because i yeah. was curious well i'm glad i listened to it because he went on this he got there pretty quickly it really turned into a diatribe somehow about what's wrong with america and like dr oh, phil has nice. all the answers because he's yes. a technically a psychologist or whatever like oh I don't, dr. Think phil is, psychology. I don't think he has a doctorate oh it doesn't matter i mean if he's got a master's fine. i, think I he's don't got... give a fuck about that <laughs> He's got that. I think he's got he's probably, a fucking like honorary degree. Yeah, he probably isn't a doctor in a real sense, and I don't. I think, that doesn't matter. Oprah called him Doctor Phil, and somehow he's allowed to say that. He works on a fucking TV, so that says it all. It's not some sure. guy that he knows. Oh, look, Doctor Phil's been around, so I'm not going to dismiss his brain entirely. His experience. Now, what got interesting? What's wrong with America? He was diagnosing America, and he got into it pretty quickly. He had this whole diatribe about how. <laughs> You know, America used to be the best in this, and, you know, now America's falling behind in math and all that shit. You know, we've heard that uh, bit before. Yeah, and then, though, he came to it. He came to socialism, and he talked about oh, nice. the ills of socialism and how how is it fair for one guy. Let me try to do my best, Dr. Phil. Here. How is it fair for one guy to have to sit there eating his Cheetos, doing his thing? And meanwhile, another guy works his ass off, gets his college degree, yet he's got to float the bill for this guy eating Cheetos all day. Well, it don't seem reasonable, does it? What is it with Cheetos? Why do these guys all, what the fuck is wrong with Cheetos? Everybody who's into socialism or who's sitting on their ass or who's getting a social welfare check in any way is pounding Cheetos, apparently. It's all Flaming Cheetos. Hot ones, everyone, too. Goes the, everyone goes to the Cheeto Depot and fucking just goes... <laughs> insane the cheeto depot that should absolutely yeah. be a thing i can't believe the <laughs> cheeto depot doesn't exist it's probably a pop-up shop we've never heard of in la or something or in new york city the cheeto depot yeah. is a thing and if it's not it will be yeah. in a year if you want we should craft, trademark it immediately yeah if you want craft cheetos that costs like ten dollars a bag <laughs> yeah, but... i'm gonna pay extra for cheetos that's me absolutely i love paying extra for cheetos what? it's always worth yeah. it call 911 isn't it isn't it that's insane how isn't it insane how even you would think that at some point, nah, never mind. I'll take that back. You wouldn't think that you're taking it back. Whatever, whatever, be like honest. But the thing is, they have they just have an agenda. They have an ulterior motive. That's always the way it's going to be. They have to continuously talk shit about alternative systems because they don't benefit from them. Uh, at least the way, at least as they can see. Now, if he was a real doctor, think about this. He wouldn't yes. have to have he wouldn't have to have a fucking staff. He wouldn't need to pay anybody to like figure out the insurance shit. Uh, <laughs> he would never have to worry about insurance because it would automatically be covered. So he could just take as many patients as he wanted and he would continuously get paid. I don't see how yeah. that's a fucking bad deal, but he's not a real doctor. He's a fucking dipshit on TV. But he, he also made it clear he's not a right or left guy. He's in the middle. And he, oh, sure, yeah. But you here's see, the that, great that's, news. That's amazing. Being in the, oh man, right, you have like, to listen to. He's trying to, to keep to, his broad audience. That's what it is. 
He, exactly. That's a hundred percent. It. You have to listen to uh, the citations needed episode about the myth, the myth of the like, uh, not right, not left guy. Yeah. It's, it's fucking brilliant. Like the analysis is amazing. But yeah, the point being is that, like, uh, yeah, everyone who says that has right wing thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did say that earlier in the show. On the right. so, so you're saying I have right wing thoughts because I think I said that earlier in the show. Everybody's well, you, more in the you, middle. You said, said it, but you're not. You're not. You are not like in between the two. You you're on the left. You're way on the left. It's true. But I'm also have to I'm not a party. That. I'm not a card carrying member of anything. So I don't, you don't like have that. to be. You don't have to be to have an ideology. I'm making it clear for the audience. Yeah. To agree. Yeah. To agree with uh, to agree with ideologies that actually are designed to help the most amount of people. Uh, yeah. That's what you agree with. So that would yes. put you on the left. I got if a great you, news for you, though. Yeah. Somebody cut it up. Here we go. I saw a quote from Bono, of all people. <laughs> that's how it starts. Uh, that I read yesterday. <laughs> See if you can find this, where he was talking about it when he was young. He thought that the world's problems could be solved by a redistribution of wealth. But oh. now he realizes that healthy commerce is the way to a better oh, society. Oh, Fuck off. Yeah, I knew I hated him for a good reason. Socialism too. doesn't work. There it is. You know, there's every Fuck cliche off. in the world. It works great till you run I gotta out get of that drop. Socialism money. doesn't yeah, work for Dr. Phil's mouth. Quotes, uh, yeah. With that, with that it, brain it, dead delivery, dude. Yes. I've, <laughs> I've encountered those people. Those people. Uh, in debates that think it does. Um, I've, I've had encountered never people debated in the focus group situation that say focus group they shouldn't be prosecuting shoplifting but that's not socialism they're just going in there and taking what's rightfully theirs yeah this is like when chris matthews was like you're gonna shoot me and hang me in central park (laughs) this he's he says look so socialism doesn't work and then he starts saying these people don't want to prosecute shoplifters but that 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 is a conflation. That's a conflagration. It's a it's a total. Yes, it's a it's a, it's a it's conflation. It's a conflagration. It's, it's easy. It's just it's for morons who aren't paying attention, who don't know what the words mean, which is a lot of yeah. people, though. And this is everybody. how he can be persuasive. Be like, oh, shit. Socialists don't want us to prosecute shoplifters. How many how many times have I literally just said uh, I don't know, guys? Just read Capital or some read some basic text. Just read anything. Go to Wikipedia. I, I even explain the learn yeah. the definitions. <laughs> oh, you know what's actually good? You know, I will say this. I'm I'll, I'm going to rep for this one. Uh, okay. The for idiots books. There is a like Marxism for idiots or socialism for, dummies? for idiots for dummies for dummies. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's right. for idiots. For dummies for- is the for dummies is the one that's like that's like your corporate media one, right? For idiots is like oh philosophy for idiots uh whatever uh, they like yeah. stuff that's non um that stuff is truly I, I would say truly like nonpartisan in a way okay and uh really really fucking good um I I literally read it myself as like a refresher I was like coming out of like grad school I needed I needed to like remind myself because if you don't sit there and eat and breathe the stuff for day in day out I mean it drifts. It drifts yes. quickly too. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot in there, and I don't really blame anyone for not having sat down and done that. Because if you don't have to, and if you're not forced to, it is an absolute fucking. You have to soldier through that shit. It is. Uh, it's virtually impossible, yeah. unless you're just. Unless you've got the. Uh, unless you really got the. Uh, I don't know the fight in you. Oh, <laughs> now what, motherfucker? Yeah, but you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of regular just regular people and we're all just fucking regular people i mean we could benefit from having a little understanding but hearing people like fucking dr phil tell us it doesn't work that Mm -hmm. is that is said with all of the same like rigor that we heard in like sixth grade from like some 58 year old fucking like middle school (laughs) people yeah it doesn't work Oh, you voted for fucking Nixon and Reagan. Oh, gee, big surprise. It just doesn't work for you. Oh, by the way, my friend's got a sweet, actual front page framed newspaper that says Nixon resigns. I saw it at his house last night. It was so awesome. That's cool. I was like, oh, this is cool, dude. Can I buy this? I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Uh, Let's hear one more minute of Dr. Phil. Nixon is actually more progressive than Biden, which is hilarious. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, but he did start the war on drugs. So that's a huge negative for him, unfortunately. That's it. It's a big negative, but Joe Biden fucking mm, coffin nail. Yeah. 
these corporations aren't paying enough, they're not paying a living wage, so they're just going in and taking what's rightfully theirs. These are the shoplifters. Well, so, okay, if you're wanting equal outcome, no, no, I'm just wanting equal opportunity. No, no, you're wanting equal outcome because you're you're saying everybody should just help themselves to, <laughs> so they all can live. <laughs> What if one person spent 15 years going to college and working their butt off to acquire what I call consequential knowledge? And (laughs) the other person was sitting home in a beanbag eating Cheetos. Cheetos, there it is. You think they should have the same outcome? There it is. Yeah. All right, let's hear that again real quick. Opportunity. No, no, because you're you're saying everybody should just help themselves to so they all can live. What if one person spent 15 years going to college and working their butt off Here it is. to acquire what I call consequential knowledge? Heard that. And Here comes. the other person was sitting home in a beanbag eating Cheetos <laughs> for 15 years. You think they should have the same outcome? Well, yeah, that's a right. Everybody has a right to a reasonable oh life. Well, uh, can beanbag can bean bean bags bags there too? I miss that. A, yeah. Can beanbags and Cheetos become like a become like a dual force? Like a can they have a marketing campaign? No, 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 no. It's a like, Cheeto dude. Stop, the Cheeto Depot. The Cheeto Depot will have beanbags only. It'll be <laughs> beanbag only chairs that you can like throw. You can throw up at Campus Martius. Like, yeah, hey, welcome to the, the pop up Cheeto Depot. We have like five beanbag chairs and a bunch of Cheetos that are like overly priced. It'll be great. Yeah, they have uh, beanbag bonanza every year, and uh, yeah. they you get a you get a free bag of Cheetos with every beanbag you buy. <laughs> Put it in the Cadillac Village over there, the Monroe uh, Village thing, and uh, Honestly, it'll be a big I hit. Like, I feel like we're giving out really good ideas right now, and I don't. Want I, to just if we had capital, away. I would seriously do this. If I'm in fact, maybe I don't even need capital. I got a hundred bucks. I'm gonna go get a bunch of Cheetos and maybe buy a couple bean bags. See what I can do. And sell it as a kit. Sell a bean bag Cheeto kit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. This is. Do not take this. We're. This is ours. We haven't. Got, we're gonna go right to the copyright website. We're gonna get this immediately. Because this is well, our yeah. idea. I know uh, copyright is here. You know <laughs> We can figure this out. Calm down what, motherfucker? Well, That's great. Should we, should we try to get an email in here? At yeah, least, we got uh, to. Yeah. I know, uh, my, I know my brother emailed a couple weeks ago. and I, I feel A couple weeks we, ago? Yeah, well, we didn't have a show last week, so. No, but the one, the last email he has here on file, we did. That was a while ago. It was the one about WandaVision oh, well, and John, the Lions. A bitch. We did that one. It was about WandaVision, the Lions, and Joe Biden really pulled... You son of a bitch. How are you? We got two fresh emails. Let's knock them out. We did have emails last week. Uh, Danny said, hello, political pawns. I actively attempt to avoid politics in the media diet, but it's infiltrated every tributary. We covered that one. Okay, we're good. Here we go. New one. This one's from Danny. You're going to love this, Luke. I don't know if you saw it already. Is it safe talk show? Rodent talk. Uh Uh-oh. Damn it. Wow, dude. It's very important that we get to these emails. He only so he calls it rodent. slash rodent talk. So really, it's a term of endearment. Okay. Is it safe talk show slash rodent talk? That's Danny's. Rodent, rodent that's his talk right. Is the other podcast that we should definitely have, uh, but I think it would have the wrong listeners. They'd be listening for re- like real talk on rodents, and we're just we're just a bunch of rats in a cage. <laughs> this one's gonna hit hard. It's gonna be tough. Uh, what is your worst habit? What is your best habit? I miss Scott's plan. Sad face. Later, boners. Danny. Uh, Scott, I actually talked to yep. Scott last week, and he's still alive. I decided to break our uh, communication barrier, Luke. I just real quickly, just to tell Good. him. I told him it felt like, initially I was typing, it feels like you died. But then I, I deleted that, and I reformatted <laughs> it to say, it feels like you moved to a foreign country. And I sent that, so... I just wanted him to know how much I miss him. And Scott says he's probably going to make his way back soon. So get excited. Something to live Hell for. Yeah. That's good news. Yeah. Tight, no, everybody. he said he said that's always been his intention. He just needed he just needed a breather. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have to you have to acclimate to when you go from when you we go talked from like about that not having last a show. Schedule, you made it very no. clear, Luke. You laid this out last time. You did. His, the right, job right. he's doing is very detail it's oriented. Super, it's, it's tough. It's tedious. It's a lot of work. It exhausts your brain. You right. have to he's, have a little breathing room. Yeah. So he's, as you he's said on the show. People won't be able. People will not understand the movie if, or the show if he gets it wrong because those people can't 
And I'm one of those dumb dumbs that puts on freaking subtitles for everything. So me, so I am I. So am I because the audio sometimes is so shitty and people so mumble. Bad. I got a so fucking, fucking bad. I know I'm getting a little bit older, but I'm not like 70. No, it's so. not. It's not that. It's not like can't hear. Like it's not deaf shit. It's like I literally the sound mix is terrible or they don't know how to fuck. You know. We've already talked about it. Move on. Danny, we're going to table your comment. We'll answer yours next week, I promise, because it's going to take some time to flesh out our worst habits and talk about it, which we can uh, do well, for I an can, hour. I can immediately tell you my my worst habit is, uh, I, well, well, my parents don't listen. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm still a smoker. I'm quitting. <laughs> I'm in the process of doing this. My parents don't listen. Um, that's funny. Yeah. No, You're that's, grown the thing man. That, like, that's the thing that, like, Honestly, I don't know. It's, it's so weird. It feels so like shame. I mean, it, it is shameful. Really? It's just such a stigma, obviously. When I'm with people who like don't give a shit, it's like so liberating and freeing. But yeah, oh. this shit is over. Um, you know, I got a baby on the way. So this shit is uh, this shit is done. So it's my yeah. worst habit, but uh, I am most hopeful to be done with it. Uh, troll toll. Well, you got to pay the troll toll if you want to smoke. That's the rule. I, the I understand toll. that. Troll toll. Hey, look, yeah. I, let's I hope watch- it's not as bad as it can be. I just watched Backdraft for the first time ever, and Robert De Niro was oh. smoking in that movie. And I don't know if they're real cigarettes or not, but he's still alive, and it's 2022, so there is hope. My dad, yeah, those guys, those guys are ripping heaters for yeah. I years, believe it's Robert De Niro in 1991. Definitely method no, those acting. Were real. Definitely smoking real cigarettes. He wouldn't accept anything less back then. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you all the way if on that. Lock that in. He would, he would put it into someone's face. <laughs> But my dad smoked till he was 64, 65, and he quit, and he has not smoked since, and he's doing fine. He's 70 now, so it's going to be fine. Yeah, no, it's just the important thing is just you stop at some point. You've got to got to cut it out. Mr. Pink has a great email. I want to read it, and then we're going to leave. Good day. Is it safe talk Good. show team? Hello, Mr. Pink. The midterms happened, and I have to admit my surprise at the results and direction of some of the yet undecided races. This was written eight days ago, by the way. Uh, seems to me yeah. that the orange Muppets grip on the grand old party is waning. Uh, I'm not so sure of that, but we'll talk about that next week. I'd yeah, love we can talk about the next week. We're going to. I'd love a return to the traditional political dysfunction without dealing with the cold of personality situation we currently see in ourselves. Uh, anyways, let's talk about POTUS for a second. Do you think we could take the gloves off for a bit and start to demand a little bit more from the number in the mumbler in chief? <laughs> I realize SNL is probably... At the weakest and most irrelevant point in its history. Well, Chappelle was on last weekend. That was their best show in a while, apparently. Yeah, the most relevant 15 minutes they've had in about five years. <laughs> yeah. Since but the last we, time he was on. Yes, that's true, which was right after the election in 2016. But can we at least start mocking Biden from a comedic standpoint? The guy gives absolute gold to comedians, but I rarely see it touched. Some of the best SNL skits back in the days were Phil Hartman doing Ronald Reagan and Will Ferrell doing W. And there was plenty of stuff about Clinton oh, and stuff too. So yeah, shit though. Not a pre- not as president Dana Carvey's Ross Perot is hilarious. It was. I feel like we're talking we're taking shit too seriously these days. And it's leading to a point where nothing can be funny because it might offend someone. Furthermore, I feel like it's offending someone is akin to capital murder. Wow. Let's just have a laugh from time to time about how insane things are. We're all on this planet together and only Elon Musk thinks he's going somewhere else. So why not remember to keep things light from time to time and use comedy as our outlet so we don't all become pissed off assholes. Just my two cents, Mr. Pink. All right, thank you, Very, Mr. Pink. Like uh I love I love the way similar to the way Brian like can constructs an idea. He's got a really it's it's so thorough, you know. It's it is. very complete. I really appreciate the thought process there. Um I think you know, it's it's not so much about not offending people uh, with something like SNL. I mean, we're talking about a cultural product that you know obviously comes out of like a capital enterprise. They and they have an ulterior motive as well. Their whole thing is uh, to protect uh, protect kind of like the liberal base. And maybe it does come down to offense, but I think what uh, it exposes really is that they've never really had anything to say. They've never really had any anything like uh they've never been dissidents they've never done anything <laughs> to really change the system yes i mean they've had they've had some good bits here and there but generally speaking the ones that have been the best have caused controversy and then they immediately shut that shit down that's right uh so you know i i, I think that's probably it is it is frustrating because you want to believe you really want to believe that there is a comedy network out there or show or some just 
comedians, whatnot, like actually doing the the real dirty business of uh, muckraking on behalf of all of us. Yeah, but they're not because they're. I mean, come on, we we just have to be realistic. I mean, of course, they need to please their advertisers more than they need to please their audience, and that is sadly the case. And that's, you know, that is the state of things. You're right. All right. We got to go. We can, we um, can pull some of that uh, again next week. We can like get yes. into a little bit more of that. But I just wanted to say that one thing that you should write that down. Don't, ex- don't expect anything out of SNL. <laughs> write that down. Oh, I mean, though, we record each episode. Well, so just, you, we can just listen, listen to it. it I can, yeah. yeah. Uh, we thank That'd you guys. Fun. We wanted to get an episode in. We were off last week. Uh, sorry, it's a little shorter, but at least we give you something oh, to, to chew on. And we're going to leave it. I'm going to leave the show with. This one, I guess this is its not the ideal message I want to send, but the Republicans, it didn't quite go their way. So I thought I'd play some yeah. uh, Bouncing Souls, and don't, Born to Lose. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Republicans. I'm glad they lost. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Is this a fun at gmail.com? Born to lose. I've lived my life in vain. All my dreams have only caused me pain. All my life, I've always been so blessed.